Welcome to another episode of Paradox, Untold Stories from Athletic Directors. I am Dr. Daniela Point, and my co-host is Dr. Dustin Smith. And today we are in Hawaii. It's a special episode. Um, we have Darren O'Shara with us today. How are you doing today, Darren? I'm doing well. Uh, thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you for being here. Um, thank you also to Ticket Spigot, who is our sponsor of all of our episodes. Um, and of course, Dustin. How are you doing today? I'm outstanding. I mean, I'm not as good as Darren is for sure, because <laughs> if you are watching us on YouTube, you can look at the background <laughs> and it's actually a picture he took. Um, and that's a place he gets to frequent. So the jealous meter on my end is way high this, <laughs> today as we do this podcast, but I'm excited to have Darren. And so Darren, I want to start off by saying aloha from the, from the mainland. <laughs> Um, so just throwing a little culture out there for those who may not listen understand what aloha means but we'll talk about that in a little bit but i'm excited to have darren on here we've we've been talking for a couple weeks now trying to get this scheduled and trying to get him on i've known darren through uh, a really really a past guest of ours uh rich barton really brought darren's name to me and said hey you need to talk to darren um, Darren faces some unique challenges that we don't face here in Arkansas for sure. And I know that Danielle doesn't face them in Florida. And we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit. But Darren, what I always like to ask our guests that come on here is first, tell us what makes Darren O'Shero that, that we won't hear or won't see in the resume. Tell us who you are, what you like to do outside of this athletic director crazy world we live in. Well, um, I'm a. I guess I'm a glasses half full guy. Uh, years ago, we, uh, our head of school had us do one of those uh, pr- uh, assessments where you fill out a questionnaire and you go through a, a little study and they, they come back and out of a hundred different characteristics, you know, you have your ranking one through five. And um, for me, what came back number one was positivity. So I don't know how, how that benefits uh, myself or, or my family or my school, but um, you know, I've been told that I'm I'm pretty positive, and and I do think I'm a glasses half full person. Um, so I think I think that's that, that's that's been good for me. Um, I've been an administrator here. This is my 23rd year as athletic director at Hawaii Baptist Academy, and prior to that, I was teaching and coaching here for nine years. So I've um, been with the school quite a while. Um, it's been a blessing to be here uh, and I feel called to be here. Uh, I feel called to, to the school and then I was felt called to uh, serve as athletic director and I still feel the calling today. So I like to call uh, what I do joyous work. So although, as you know, there's a lot of um, time and, and, and energy that uh, serving a school as an athletic administrator takes, Oh my gosh, we have a we have a random we're either having a fire drill or a um, <laughs> or a lockdown drill. I'm going I'm going to shut that there are drills going, before we continue, please. <laughs> no, I remembered the email now. Okay, so. okay. I'm going to shelter in place. Okay. 
my, my door is locked already. I have my sign that I'm in a Zoom call, so I'm going to shelter in place. And if, if I get scoldings later from my admin, I'll, 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 ta- I'll take it. Uh, been married, uh, been married 27 years. Uh, I have a, a daughter and a son. Uh, my daughter just got married in January, so I've kind of entered that phase. My son is uh, starting his senior year in college. Uh, we just got our first family pet ever, uh, a dog, about a year and a half ago. So as you all know, if you're pet owners, you, dog, uh, a pet becomes a family member. Very quickly. So, uh, my <laughs> wife and I feel like uh, we, we have a third child, but uh, our dog's been a joy for us. Uh, I like to golf when I can, go to the beach. I used to run quite a bit. In my old age now, I have a, a foot that doesn't cooperate, so I can't do as much running. Um, serve at a church, um, um, but yeah, that's that, that's about it for me. Uh, it's been it's been a blessing for me to be here at HBA and just uh, see our program grow uh, as the school itself has grown as well. So, I, I, it's I hard to say to... it's not a blessing when you see the background and you know what Hawaii <laughs> is. It's hard to not see that positivity. <laughs> I, I need also to get, ask you um like is, is things going crazy over there because we can't hear anything so are is there like alarms going off and like announcements being made and you're just like being really calm and cool and talking through all of it to us well there were there was a there was like a little siren like a whoop, whoop, and then <laughs> and then the light the emergency light in my uh ceiling was flashing <laughs> But yeah, so, there is there's a there's a lockdown drill going on. I forgot about it. Sorry. Um, no, I just think that this is a perfect uh, example of how ADs can just kind of work through whatever they gotta work through. Maybe it's ignoring the drill. Maybe it's a parent. Maybe it's an official. Doesn't really. But you are just powering through like nothing is going on. So uh, that's impressive. Yeah, For sure. I appreciate it. <laughs> I think about, um, I've, I've seen the movie Pearl Harbor, and we talked before we got on the air about the Pearl Harbor cruise that I went on, um, and people of Hawaii understand those those drills. you got to be real cognizant of, just because that hits close to home, obviously, what happened back in, was the 40s, uh, when that when that took place, and um, you know, I, I applaud your calmness in this process, even though that it's a drill and I understand that, but um, I know the sensitivity that is much like tornadoes for us. When there's a drill now, we're just like, Oh, it's just a drill. We're used to it. Um, But you're just powering through. And I appreciate that, Darren. Oh, no problem. Like I said, I might, I might, uh, I might hear from somebody higher up the food (laughs) chain saying, Hey, how come you didn't, how come you didn't join us? I just have more important things to do here. Yeah, yeah. Not, here on Paradox. Not a problem. <laughs> Not a problem. So let me ask, we talk about you being in Hawaii, Darren. Let's talk about, I mean, there's islands out there and what that makes up. Tell us geographically exactly where your school is located there at HPA and uh, in, re- in relation to the islands that are there. Yeah, so um, if you kind of picture the Hawaiian islands, if you have a... Uh, a picture of it and you kind of see the chain uh, the, the biggest island is kind of in your lower right hand uh, field of vision if you will and then if it, if it extends kind of up into the left or toward the west um, you have you have biggest island to smallest island 
we're kind of somewhere up toward the left, Oahu. And Oahu is the most populated island. Uh, Honolulu, I think maybe about 340, 350,000 population. I think the state itself is about 1.4 million. Um, so Oahu is the most populated island. Uh, our league, uh, my school is close to downtown. Um, we're about maybe four or five miles away from Waikiki. Um, so just up toward the mountains. One of the things unique about Hawaii is, uh, and, and for people that haven't uh, been able to travel to the mainland, not the states, <laughs> but the mainland. So, so well done earlier, Justin. You know that, yeah. You, you receive some points for that, bonus points. Um, directionally, we often refer to Mauka, M-A-U-K-A, and Makai, M-A-K-A-I. And Mauka means mountains and Makai means ocean. So here in Hawaii, because there's, we're always, mountains are always in view, um, whether it's uh, like on Oahu, there's two mountain ranges. And then on some of the other islands, there's actually dormant volcanoes. That's how people uh, offer directions. You know, oh, we're Mauka of this. That means you're more towards the mountain. Or we're, Makai, we're on the Makai side of the street. That means you're more towards the ocean. So when they go to the mainland and there's somewhere where it's flat, then you really have to know your directions right. and the signs <laughs> and all that. Um, but we're, so our school is, is on Oahu. Uh, Oahu houses or is home to the two biggest leagues in the state. Uh, once one league, the OIA is all public schools. Um, the other league, the ILH, Interscholastic League of Honolulu, uh, of which HBA is a member, is um, just private schools. Um, there are three other leagues in the state. One is on Kauai. One is called the Maui Interscholastic uh, League. The Maui League actually encompasses schools from Maui, one from Lanai, and one from Molokai. And then there's a Big Island League, uh, Big Island Interscholastic Federation. So we're um, geographically challenged, um, if you will, because um, we basically play within our leagues um, until we get to the state championships. And that always um, entails a lot of teams having to travel. And so... You know, it's not like on the mainland in a lot of places where you can just hop on a bus and go play a road game or, you know, convene a couple teams for a tournament. Um, cost of travel is cost prohibitive because you're always almost always jumping on a plane if you're playing interleague or, or first state championships. And um, I should mention for Maui, when they just have their league, games because they have schools on three different islands uh, a lot of times it um, they will use a ferry or a prop plane the teams will play on a friday doubleheader on a friday night and a saturday and they'll stay overnight at the school so they'll all they'll help each other out and um you know there's there's a certain uh, camaraderie that that develops so even though they're competing they kind of get to know one another because they're playing each other back to back, uh, again, to save cost. Uh, 
But well, yeah, you're not. I mean, I mean, when you say like I would be booking a charter, I always be referring to a bus, but you actually are booking like a charter plane, like a real <laughs> plane yeah. that you're. They're, they're not. Yeah, to be clear, they're not charters. I mean, we're, we're it's a commercial flight. Um, but yeah, it's 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 cost prohibitive, right? So, um, it's 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 just the way it is, you know. So when um, you say when you say double header, Darren, do you play a double header Friday and a double header Saturday to get four games in, or is it a game Friday and a game Saturday? Well, I think most times for that league, that particular league, on the Maui League, it's a it's a Friday Saturday thing. Um, but you know, if if Travel is not a problem. You know, you can have a, a double round robin league format and you might play school A one week and maybe two weeks later, they'll come and visit you. Um, but um, for that league, that's not how it works. So it's not unlike what our local university, University of Hawaii at Manoa, it's not unlike um, what they did during the pandemic. There were some schools, um, that they didn't play at all in other schools that they played twice. So if a school from California flew to Hawaii, they played each other two times. Um, and there was no, it was here. Right. If no Hawaii, right. If Hawaii went and played on the mainland, um, they would play the, let's say the California school twice. And that was it. So um, again, issues with travel and just the inherent challenges of being isolated and being an island state. So no. Try to make it work. With that, what about officials? I mean, we have a shortage of officials in the in the states or the mainland. I guess I should say uh, we've got a we've wow. got a, we've got wow. a shortage of officials in the mainland. Do you have a shortage of officials in Hawaii that you have to deal with? And I would assume that the number of officials, being what they are, it's difficult sometimes to get officials in some of those games. Exactly. Uh, I think whatever uh, you folks are experiencing up there, um, it's, just, it's the same situation here. Um, a lack of officials um, and a decreasing number, right? It's not even like, it would be one thing if it was relatively low but stable, but it's low and it, it continues to decrease and it's kind of an aging group. So uh, as we're kind of going through COVID and now hopefully coming out of COVID, that was an issue because uh, we lost some officials uh, for, for that concern. Um, some that didn't want to continue. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's an issue that we, we really don't have a solution to. Um, we, we know it's driven by a number of factors, of course, um, just with, um, you know, how, how maybe they're treated by spectators and coaches and, um, you know, the workload is, and if they choose to do it, they maybe sometimes they, they want to work less than they're assigned. Um, so, and, and I just think it's a different generation. Maybe part of the, part of it is not, not as many uh, quote unquote younger people uh, want to give back, you know, want to serve. So um, yeah, it, it's not anything unique to the mainland. I think it's, it's it's a struggle here too. So, so let and, me ask you this: instead of the handshake line after a game, do you guys just hit each other with a shaka? 
Pretty much. I mean, um, you're, you're cracking Danielle up. It's pretty funny. I can't. I can't. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize true, though. for my that's, co-host. Yeah, it, it, He's just like yeah, doing it. <laughs> yeah. So maybe not a shotgun. It's more just, just like a you know traditional wave, like a hey, good game. The team that won was the chakra, not the team that lost. If you were here, Dustin, and it was after the game, though, we would, we would. That's what I'm talking about. See, you get to do that. I think it's only one hand. Is it one hand or is it two hand, Darren? It's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. You, you can embarrass us, but it's fine. He's throwing two, but it's. He was throwing one. two, too. He did that early, <laughs> if you remember, but. Um, what about okay so what about your weather does that also throw a whole nother loophole into things like i know um here in florida lightning and afternoon storms are definitely a concern for games do you guys have similar stuff or maybe worse things we we rarely have um issues with weather uh i mean it's very temperate moderate right um so there's not a big variance in, in, in temperature uh, so we almost never have issues with uh, lightning, um, but we do once in a while have issues with heat index. Um, so yeah, we do that too. Yeah, where where you know the, the temperature is pretty high, but the humidity is really high. Uh, and here in Hawaii, when we don't have the trade winds, when the winds don't blow uh, from the northeast, um, and it's it's either very little wind or the winds coming from the opposite direction or from the south it gets really really uh muggy and uncomfortable and that's when we see the you know if you're using the, the wet bulb mm-hmm. um, that's when we see the the numbers um skyrocket and so like right now for fall we're in cross-country season so our athletic trainers every day they're putting out the the, the wet bulb and you know they're they're, they're monitoring that. So sometimes they'll tell our coaches, hey, you got to scale down the the workout today or something like that. Because where we're running to, it's almost all asphalt and cement. So we don't have the luxury of being close to a park and running on grass or running in shade. So um, that's kind of the major issue here in terms of weather. It's just the heat and the heat index. Well, and hurricanes. I mean, don't throw those. Don't forget those. Or yeah, once in a while. Right? Don't you have volcanoes? <laughs> like, let's not just overlook those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just there's one on the Big Island, but it's not close to a high school and, and all that. Um, but I will say, uh, I don't know if you guys experience this on the mainland, but there are some schools here too where, uh, if they have an artif- artificial surface, artificial turf field. Um, if the trade winds aren't blowing and it's a hot day, the football teams can't practice because it's just too hot. The turf gets so, too hot. Mm-hmm. Right. So that, that's one of the advantages of having a grass field. The grass fields stay quite a bit cooler. Um, so when you've got you've got the weather to have grass fields a little more my weather in Greenwood and, and Arkansas as a whole is so moody. Mother Nature is just moody here. She just changes all kinds of levels. And one day it could be 85 and the next day it could be 32. And you just deal with a whole lot of up and down the roller coaster stuff. But you've got pretty set temperatures except for the heat index and the humidity sometimes. But most of the time, the weather's pretty pleasant. 
Yes, yes. And we once in a while we'll have, you know, rain, you know, um, and if it's if it's steady, you know, issues with that. But uh, yeah, I mean, nothing like regular issues with lightning or or anything like that. So we're, and we're, never we're snow. Fortunate. You don't ever have to worry about snow or ice. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, we do that in Arkansas quite a bit. Have to deal with ice and travel, and obviously the the issues that would arise because of snow and ice. Um, people here, if you mention snow, they just freak out and start shutting things down and go buy all the milk and bread from the store because they think <laughs> it's the snow apocalypse and you're not going to be able to get out for like three months <laughs> and really overreaction. But that's not something you have to deal with clearly. So you don't have a lot of game cancellations then, just in general. No, we don't. We don't. Um, you just made a lot of ABs across the country jealous. You're like they weren't with him being in Hawaii. I, mean, I was just going to say, look at my background, and I don't do game cancellations, so I'm Darren. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, That's I would, very good. I would say I would say the sport that has to reschedule the most maybe it's it's either soccer or baseball softball um just because the condition of the field um it doesn't take a whole lot of rain to potentially make the field unplayable um but yeah other than that i mean you know football they'll play they'll slog through it or they'll they're playing on artificial surfaces uh, a lot of other sports are indoors um so when when yeah. is soccer and baseball softball season in Hawaii? Soccer is a winter sport here. Okay. Uh, here too. And baseball and baseball and softball are spring. And so. here, soccer is a spring sport. Soccer, baseball, softball, track all go on in the spring here. Hmm. And in New York, like the um, upstate region, soccer is a fall sport. Hmm. Find that very interesting how it's like on that like seems to be the number one sport that's moved to the different seasons of soccer. Uh, I mean, probably a factor is weather too, right? Definitely, yeah, yeah definitely. Know, you don't want to be outside in the, in the winter months. So. Oh, yeah. I remember being in, a, in high school in New York and having to shovel our field so we could practice for lacrosse, and I didn't like oh. it. I did yeah. not enjoy that. <laughs> It's, that's not the only thing Darren's got to worry about. Snow no. rise is not on his radar at all. Nope. <laughs> Lucky you. you. No, I, I I don't know if it's a silly question, but do you guys have any sports that are unique to Hawaii that maybe we don't offer on the mainland? You know, that, that's a it's that's an interesting question. Um, I believe that Hawaii has the the most state san- uh, sanctioned state championships. Uh, out of all 50 states because we have um we have state championships in canoe paddling <laughs> we have state championships in judo um sporter air riflery which is a fall sport <laughs> um yeah so uh and then we have league in our league we have um uh interscholastic kayaking um we also have we have a, uh, another state championship sport that you don't uh, probably see too often on the mainland. Too many places on the mainland is bowling. Um, yeah, we have a we have a whole bunch. In, in addition to all the traditional sports, we obviously don't have ice hockey, lacrosse, <laughs> uh, field hockey, things like that. But yeah, we have those other ones. It's it's 
Oh, we also, in our league, we also have um, interscholastic sailing. Um, Ooh, that's fun. So, yeah. Now, when you, I mean, when you uh, say, like, kayaking and stuff, are you talking, like, for speed? Or is there, like, little rapids? Like, is it both? Like, what? No, 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 no. It's it's not rapids. It, it's it's kind of like, it's flat water. Um, so they'll they'll have sprints. They'll have distance races, sprint races. Uh, and that's just, kayaking is just for our league. It's not a skate sport <clears throat> for for Hawaii for us to sponsor a state championship. Um, three of the five leagues have to sponsor the sport, so kayaking is one of those where it's only our league. Some leagues also have surfing. Uh, our league does not. Uh, we had issues trying to get an insurance rider since it's <laughs> open ocean, but um, but other leagues do have. Uh, I wanted you to have surfing so surfing. badly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask about cliff diving because you know, there's diving, swimming, and diving in in Arkansas would look a whole lot different than <laughs> diving in Hawaii. <laughs> probably another insurance. Probably couldn't get an insurance writer to to write that policy up for you, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know about that one. A little dangerous. <laughs> I mean, I, I've been to Hawaii and I've seen some of the like the North Shore, some of the waves at the North Shore are pretty, as they would say in surfing terms, gnarly. Um, but they are some... He's got to stop. <laughs> I'm just trying to be, be one of the people. Uh, I we mean, know you're trying. We we see. <laughs> we see it. But that is the North Shore. They're they're infamous or famous for some some rather tall waves, depending on the year, or depending on whether the tide's in or not. But um, I'm speaking some Hawaiian language here that Darren would Darren would understand. Oh wow! Appreciate it. <laughs> do you, so? So some do have surfing. Just your your yours doesn't, right? Like, is that how that works? Some some schools do have it. Yes, some leagues. Uh, some leagues our league okay. does not does not sponsor it. Uh, and then there are some leagues that they have actual interscholastic competition. Uh, I think there might be a, an, another league or two that they just offer it as a club sport. Um, there are also um, um, some schools or some leagues that do esports too, uh, but that that's kind of like a school by school thing. Our school doesn't doesn't do the video games. So when you talk about so, your leagues, Darren, just to paint the picture, how many schools are in your league or? You know, you said the private league and the public schools. So how many schools are in the league on the island you're on? Yeah, so on Oahu, our private school league, I, I believe we're at a, I believe we're at 20 or 21 member schools right now. Uh, OIA, the public schools, I think 24. Uh, and then the rest of the other three leagues combined uh, statewide, I think we have about 91 or 92 schools. Um, so. Again, very, we're, we're separated on islands. So, um, yeah, so less than 100 uh, high schools in terms of interscholastic sports programs. And those can range from sizes to like what we consider in the, on the mainland, small school to large school, obviously. Um, do they all play each other there? Do you guys in, the, in your league play every school in the league or do you determine it by size and kind of split up that way? At the, at the state championship level, we only have two divisions. So division uh, for most sports, division one is are the 
bigger schools uh, in terms of enrollment. Uh, division two are the smaller schools. Um, football is the only sport where we have three divisions. We have an open and then a division one and a division two. But unlike a lot of states, um, the way our uh, uh, high school athletic association is set up, they allow the leagues to classify themselves or determine their own classification criteria. So how the public schools in Oahu determine who's in which division varies from how we do it. For our private school league, it's, it's almost all based on enrollment. Um, uh, other school, other leagues will take into account uh, competitive level. You know, they'll kind of have a power ranking. There'll be much more movement every couple of years. Um, on the Big Island, I think it's basically by choice. Um, so it varies. So it's very, very, we're very, very unique when it comes to that with the leagues determining um, how they're going to be classifying their, their schools. Uh, but once you get to the state championships, it's either one division one or division two, with the exception again of football. So uh, uh, where, our private, our, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. So our, our, our private school league is very, uh, very, it's, it's desperate where you have a, you might have a huge school with a ton of facilities, you know, 2,500 students or 2,000 students in high school. And you might have another school that has 50 students in their high school and no facilities or playing in one league. So our league actually has three divisions, um, which is unique in comparison to the other four leagues. So again, very different. And the league just try to make it work for each of their member schools. So I, I think about some of the challenges that you may face and think about our national association that you're a part of and you're, you're a candidate for an at-large position on the board. And you think about some of those time changes. Some people on the East Coast may say, hey, let's have a 9 a.m. meeting, which for you is going to be like three in the morning. Uh, and so what's the adjustment like for you when you come to the mainland as far as adjusting to time zones, adjusting to just the differences, obviously, of what you're used to on a daily basis? Uh, whenever the, uh, let's, let's, let's take the, uh, National Athletic Directors Conference. Um, whenever the NADC is in Orlando, as it has been, uh, two or three times in my, uh, time attending or Washington DC, anywhere that far East, it, it travel it is, is, is a bear. Um, so you're, you're, you're having to take an overnight flight most, most times. Um, so I try to add, I try to fly in a day early. So whatever day I know I'm going to have to have meetings or do anything related to, to the conference. I'll try to have one. I don't, I don't want to have to land after flying overnight and then have a meeting or something that I need to do that, that particular day. Right. Um, so that's the main thing traveling when you're traveling back home, when you're, when you're coming from anywhere east and flying west, you're actually gaining time, so to speak. So it's 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 so much easier. But flying east is, is difficult. So um, I've been going to the NADC. I've gone every year that it's been held in person. It wasn't held in person, obviously, in 2020. 
but I've gone to every conference since 2008. Um, my first conference was um, in San Diego, um, but it's been twice in San Antonio, twice in Orlando, twice in uh, DC. Uh, and this will be second time in Nashville. Uh, well, I support having it in Hawaii. <laughs> just throwing it out there for the universe to hear. Maybe, that if <laughs> yeah, maybe that'll, maybe that'll be the platform I run on, you know, <laughs> when I give my speech. Yeah. We will bring the conference to Hawaii. <laughs> As you hear cheers from the audience. Yeah. And I don't think that will ever happen just, you know, in reality, but it's always, it's always mm -hmm. fun. It's always fodder, right? It's fun to talk about. But, mm -hmm. uh, well, does Section 7 ever meet in Hawaii? Actually, they do. And they're, um, they're set to come in this coming uh, June, so 2023. So every three years or so, they meet here. Um, the last two years, it's been in uh, Vegas. Um, but yeah, in 2023, it'll be on Kauai. So our Section 7, Section 7, uh, the states, the five states uh, are Hawaii, California, Nevada, Utah, and Arizona. So our friends from the other four states, um, yeah, they'll be coming here in June. So. Well, and if you're on, if somebody on the board gets to make that trip too. Yes. No. Yeah. Um, the last time Hawaii hosted Section Seven, uh, I think it was 2019. I remember Josh Scott came. Phil Risen was here. I believe Mike Blackburn, um, maybe Rich Barton. Um, they were just yeah. forced to go there for people, the meeting. Yeah. Just people had to are, do it. Yeah. <laughs> people, people do a good job of clearing their schedule when, <laughs> when meetings in Hawaii. Everyone can come. <laughs> if you want to That's make right. sure there's attendance, you just have it in Hawaii, and people <laughs> will find a way to get there. Yeah. All, all of a sudden, travel is not a problem when it, when it's in Hawaii. They're like, "Yeah, we're going. We'll be at every meeting that you have." Yeah, it's fun. It's it, it, yeah. it's always it's always a good time. <laughs> so, one thing we like to ask, Darren, we kind of joked about this before we got on here is um, the stories, and I know you've got actual visible visible evidence of one that just took place recently for you. Um, some some moments of just laughter. Um, I mean, I could sit and talk about. Uh, just the challenges that you have all day. But I think some of this is we just want to have some fun. And sometimes it's at our own expense. And uh, you've got a story I know at least with a, a wrestling match you had maybe with your, your trunk hatch that didn't go so well. So do you mind? <laughs> Those of you uh, watching on YouTube, check it out. <laughs> a little bump there too, I think. It's not just a cut. <laughs> <laughs> it does it does look like the injuries you sustain you know that boxers and mma fighters sustain so mm -hmm. you know I, I could say hey you should see the other guy <laughs> but yeah you're right dustin i mean i, I shared this with dustin daniel before we went live here but just tuesday night i was leaving i was leaving campus here after our first volleyball match of the season and uh that didn't quite didn't quite uh close my trunk properly, properly meaning getting out of the way. And I, and I, and that's how I sustained this cut. And, and I didn't even know I was bleeding. I just, I slammed it. Boom. I hit myself, you know, probably concussed. I'm getting ready to I get in the car. 
and I was feeling just to see if there a bump was forming, which it was. <laughs> but then it was kind of like slimy, and then I and then I was bleeding, <laughs> so I had to I had to get out of my car, go to the restroom, get paper towels, and then apply direct pressure on my way home. <laughs> I sat home like like I sustained an <laughs> athletic injury, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. And, and, and yesterday, a long I was at the grocery, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yesterday at the grocery store, this this tiny woman, um, it's real sweet. She's like, "Oh, what happened to your eye? You know what happened?" And I'm like, "Tell you the truth, I uh, I slammed the the trunk catch." Should have loved the boxer story. <laughs> and I said, I said, uh, uh, it was so embarrassing. And she just said, "Did anybody see?" <laughs> so I said, "I hope not." So anyway, I mean, so what right was that there, conversation you, like with your wife when you got home? You're bleeding, or you're you're patched up. What what did you tell her? Did you come up with a great story, or was it just simply? I tried to shut the trunk and my face got in the way. <laughs> I told her that what I did, and she says, Oh, I've done that too. <laughs> <laughs> Supportive life. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's what's in the water in our house, but we, we need to do a better job. No, and and again, totally first world problem. Um, I half tongue in cheek joke about how I miss my auto clothes. Mm-hmm. Um it's 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 a we we for my for myself, um my wife's most recent car we bought, but I'm on my third or fourth lease in a row. So every three years I just lease a new car. Um we decided that that works well. But my last lease I had one of those fancy you hit the button and the thing closes. And you approach your car, you hit a button and it opens. Right. And I really missed that. <laughs> so I was uh yeah, I was I was thinking about that some Tuesday night. His next car will that's gonna be his first question. There'll be no other questions. Does it yep. have an automatic trunk opener? <laughs> yep. And if it was me, I'd be throwing my wife under the bus. See my wife, she she can't get out of the way of it when she lowers it, so <laughs> I got to make sure she's protected. That's why I'm just looking out for her. I will say this in my defense. <laughs> it, it it does feel heavy with the hydraulics. And so you can't stand to the side and just like tap it shut. Uh, you have to like really pull hard on it. So you're actually having, I think most people probably have to, well, part of it is I'm vertically challenged. <laughs> so I'm only five, seven, but I, I feel like I have to stand under there to get leverage and then get it going and then I have to kind of move move out of the way. But Darren, I have I have the button. <laughs> my my goal going forward will to, will be to never do it again. <laughs> smart Keep move, updated smart on goal. that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think about um I think about you saying you're you're vertically challenged, and we were on a phone call or a Zoom call not long ago where I told people I was vertically challenged. So um, we all have our challenges that we've got to deal with, and uh, yours was just wrestling a tailgate, apparently. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> well, it's we'll all get good. It out it's all now good. and not when you're giving a speech in Nashville. When you're running at large, you don't have to 
don't have that picture on your flyer, Darren. Yeah, you. you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to Photoshop yeah. that out. Right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to, um, you know, get off of the beautiful beach you have in your background and come and talk to us and, you know, hope you don't get in any trouble for skipping your lockdown drill. Even yeah, though I'll, I'll technically I'll you in sheltered in place, in after so. this. I was going to say, you sheltered oh, yeah. in place. So technically I feel like, you know, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, will, I will say mahalo and... I guess aloha, you could say aloha too, but I'll say mahalo for joining us. Uh, thanks for being a part of this, and thanks for shedding us a little light on what, what life's like out on out on the islands. Life's a beach. I understand that, and you can kind of attest to that. Uh, but, man, Darren, I appreciate you jumping on here. I know it's early there. When I say early, it's early in your day. I'm about to go to volleyball matches right now, um, so I've got stuff that, that we're – a little later in the day, obviously, but I thank you for jumping on here and, and shedding a little light on what, what life's like in Hawaii and the challenges you face because it's real. It's stuff that you deal with on a regular basis, and I appreciate that insight you provided today. Thanks so much for having me. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, so. yeah. thank you. Um, always, fun, always fun to tease myself. And <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it's fascinating, all of the different challenges and the different ways that people across our country um, you know, do the same job. So thank you for sharing that with us. And thank you to Ticket Spicket, who sponsors all of our episodes. See everybody next week with another one.